Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Are you looking to wager on all the big games in sports? Well, I have great news for you. Our partners at Bet Online they continue to get it done as the number one betting source for you. NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, we have golf, horse racing, and everything heating up this Major League Baseball season as well. You'll get latest odds, team matchups, and game trends at Bet Online. Just log on today to betonline.ag or use your mobile device to get started. But listen up. Make sure you use our promo code BELIEVE to get started. That's B-L-E-A-V to get your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag or your mobile device. BetOnline. Get started today. BetOnline is where the game starts. You know, it is that time of year in sports where it is all heating up, not just the weather, but the events. We're coming off the NFL draft. We have MLB. We've got the NHL and NBA playoffs. How about Horse Racing's Triple Crown and the PGA Championship, just to name some of the major sporting events we'll see in the next few months and have seen the last several weeks. Every event presents opportunities for inspiration and controversy, as well as new heroes and comeback stories. Ever wonder how to get into sports journalism? Well, I started my career at St. Bonaventure University. I attended their campus long before online degrees were a thing. But with their online Master of Arts in Sports Journalism, you'll learn how to find and talk about the most compelling stories, no matter the sport all from the comfort of home. An advisory committee of journalism school alums shape this innovative program. Courses are taught by experienced professors and include master classes led by industry experts. As an SBU graduate, you join a network of fellow Bonnies, including the New York Post's Mike Beccaro and ESPN's Raina Banks. The online Master of Arts in Sports Journalism builds strong skills and ethical foundations for successful careers. Coursework emphasizes the importance of multimedia reporting and incisive storytelling. Program graduates are prepared to tell stories at the intersection of sports, gender, and race. Take the next step in your sports journalism career by contacting an enrollment advisor at sbujournalism.com. Hi, this is Cal Ripken Jr., and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. ML Sports Platter, brought to you by Stanley Law Offices and our good friends at Barks and Rec Doggy Daycare, as well as a major, major thank you, tip of the cap, to all the friends of the program, the Swan and Whitaker families, the Alonzo family, Bob Lindsley and Daryl Aber, as well as associate sponsors, Jam and Beats and Stumble and Monkey Brewing Company. What is next for golf, right? And that question gets answered because the PGA Tour weeks back merged with Liv. And look... I gave it some time. I wanted to kind of do some research and let it sit for a little bit. And here I am, okay? I don't necessarily think that the merge is bad for golf, okay? Do I like Liv? Not really. It's kind of an untraditional deal, 54 holes. I don't care about the shorts and the music and all that. You know what? Play golf, have fun, do whatever. I don't love the tour. I don't love the product that much, right? I just don't. Now, if I turn it on, no, I just need to know that it's not 72 holes, okay? It's not a regular tournament. I know that there are a lot of exhibitions on the PGA Tour. Hank Haney talks about it all the time. Live Golf is basically an exhibition, 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 and then some, right? There are still some tournaments on the PGA Tour that, I mean, look, for example, at the Canadian Open, right? I mean, look at what happened in the Canadian Open, you know? And that's not even one of the best tournaments that's out there. 
but for Nick Taylor to nail a 72-footer and, you know, to win in the playoff against Fleetwood and to win in his home country, that's, that's, that's pretty big time. But that was a 72-hole official event, people crazy in the crowds, all that stuff, right? Great event. It ended up being the most drama-filled event of the PGA Tour calendar so far, right? You also have other tournaments that mean a ton outside the majors. You know, the Memorial means a lot. The World Golf Championships mean a lot. The Players' Championship means a lot. The Tour Championship means a lot. Other than that, eh, right? There's just a lot of stuff that I'm kind of in and out with, you know? Um, I'm just in and out with, like, am I going to really, really lock into, you know, the absolute first, second, third, and fourth rounds of the John Deere Classic? You know, probably not. You know, I think there's a couple others that that have some cachet. I think the Traveler still has a little bit there. You know, um, the 3M Open, you know, those kind of tournaments still have a little bit of cachet. Um, you know, I, to a degree, I guess, the, the, the Hero World. You know, but like, really, it's the other ones that I mentioned, you know. And so I don't really think that the PGA and Live merging is necessarily a bad thing if it all ends up going into one tour like the PGA Tour and Live, while they're funding a lot of things right now with the blood money and all the rest, um, you know, if they disappear and the PGA Tour just uses some money, gets better, maybe, maybe, you know, maybe this is just an extra sponsorship. Maybe that's what this ends up being, right? Live tries to have some input into the events Live kind of slowly dies away, but the money is just sponsor money. I have no idea. There is a little bit of a difference between the blood money that goes to PGA Tour, um, to the PGA Tour from the Saudis. Um, that is just strictly a sponsorship thing, right? Maybe use it for billboards and commercial packages and improving the tournament and all that sort of thing, as opposed to, hey, we're starting another tour. It's called the Live Tour. And we're going to go and offer people like hundreds of millions of dollars, if not a billion dollars, if your name is Tiger Woods, to come and play six or seven events because we got more money where that came from. A little bit more blood-sucking money there. The 9-11 thing should bother you. Uh, the terrorist acts elsewhere should bother you. Um, the murdering of civilians should bother you. The murdering of American journalists should bother you. These are not good people. Is there a major, major difference between, you know, sponsoring the PGA Tour, merging with the PGA Tour, and the blood money that goes into those players? Uh, there's a minor, di there's, a, there's a mini difference, right? There's a mini difference. It's not all different and it's not all the same. Some of that money that's the quote-unquote blood-sucking money that had been going to the PGA Tour for a little bit, you know, a little bit more blood-sucking money than just generic sponsorships. But make no mistake about it. That this live PGA Tour merger, it's going to change golf forever. I don't know how it's going to change golf because we don't know the immediate results, but it's going to change golf. You know, um, I mean, there's a laundry list of things to talk about, right? First of all, Phil Mickelson. Mm. He seems to be a winner in this in this in this situation, is he not? <laughs> I mean, come on now. He told everybody from the get go. 
he was right, even though he started off on the wrong foot with his comments, he ended up being correct. He ended up being correct. All the guys who didn't go because they were backing Jay Monahan. Not going to call you foolish. Not going to call him foolish because technically most of those guys don't need that money. The Rory's, the Kalamurakawa's, the Speeds, the Justin Thomas's. Not calling them foolish, but I am going to call them, um, you know, non-chance takers. And I understand why they did it. They wanted to hold their reputation. They wanted to back Monaghan. They wanted to back the tour that has given them everything. And they wanted to stay honest, and they were not hypocritical. And that's the biggest thing in all this. I don't necessarily care that the two tours merged. If it ends up being good for golf, and Liv improves and maybe goes away, and the PGA Tour becomes even stronger than it was before as, an, as, a, as a major brand, so be it. I've had people comment on my Facebook video from the last few weeks about, well, hey, this is no different, and you know, we, we, we bomb, you know, Pearl, they bomb Pearl Harbor. And it, first of all, World War II and 9-11, I, they're, they're, they're quite different in the sense of how we got involved and who attacked who when, okay? The terrorists used our own aircrafts to bomb us on 9-11. They bombed us in multiple cities on 9-11, okay? They took out the New York skyline on 9-11. All of that stuff that happened, where World War II started because of Hitler, the Holocaust. When he invades Poland, World War II was off and running for, I don't know, five years, right? We didn't, we got bombed in 41 for Pearl Harbor. We didn't drop those atomic bombs on Nagasaki and Hiroshima until four years later, which ended up propelling the end of World War you know, II. But they're, they're different instances. You know, people trying to come at me with, you know, you know the bombing of, of, of Pearl Harbor you know, and, and, and the, the live PGA merger with you know, 9-11, it's, it's the same exact thing. It's not the same thing. 9-11 was 22 years ago. Okay, sports and war, technically, they have nothing to do with each other. Because if there's war, sports leagues are going to decide what they want to do. They're going to use replacement players, they're going to keep on going on, or they're going to cancel. Like, a lot of it's irrelevant. People are mad that, the, that folks who are tied to 9-11 attackers... You know, they're mad that those people have merged now with something that they love. You know, do I think there's a lot of hypocrisy in a lot of other sports? For, for sure. I mean, look at look at the Black Lives Matter movement in the NBA. Right? Do I think racism exists in the world? Of course I do. Do I think it's still really bad in a lot of parts of the United States? 100% I do. But Black Lives Matter isn't a program that we should all be behind. There, there's a lot that's wrong with that. The broken home factor, on and on it goes, okay? A lot of the inconsistencies with the racial tension that happened during corona and post, a lot of it was BS. I think racism exists, 
But I don't think we need to create mythical programs in order to make people believe racism exists. Coronavirus, 75% of the information turns out false. Now we're going to have breathing problems for the rest of our lives because of those masks. Masks still don't prove that they will prevent COVID and neither do those stupid vaccines. It's a fact. You disagree with it? That's your problem. 9-11 and the PGA Tour and Live link, like, they're, 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 you know, they're not comparable to World War II. They're just not. They're much different. You know, how we attack Japan is different than how we responded to 9-11. And this, some of these people are making the argument like, oh, I don't care if they play in, you know, the Japanese baseball league, you know, they, 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 they bomb, they bomb Pearl Harbor. I don't care about that. Well, first of all, first of all, you have to look back at what 80, 82 years ago is when Pearl Harbor happened. Okay. Japanese baseball has been around forever. They did Japanese baseball tours well before World War II. I mean, you know, think about those barnstorming games with Babe Ruth and everybody. Lou Gehrig, they went out over there and played all the time. They played in Japan all the time. So there has been a connection to the Japanese baseball leagues for a long, long time. And there was connections still right after World War II. 9-11 was, there was no war the day we woke up on 9-11. There was no war. You know, the last war that we really, really had was Persian Gulf. There was some, you know, tension with other global countries. But, you know, we woke up not in tense situations as a country. We were, pre- I think we were probably pretty good on September 11, 2001. We had terrorists use our own aircraft. Our own. That's not what happened in World War II. Hitler invaded Poland, Right. Allied versus the Axis, on and on it goes. Japan bombs us in 41. We don't get right back to them. We're drawing up plans, and we drop two enormous babies right there on that country, which, again, innocent lives and all that, I I hate that thought of it. But we drop Hiroshima, Nagasaki. That was retaliation for Pearl Harbor. Okay? And nothing happened after that as far as sports leagues merging. (laughs) Okay, so... The eras are different. The wars are different. Everything's different. How we were attacked was different. Playing in a Japanese baseball league is different than two golf tours merging when at least half of the golf community didn't want to. And then that community included the commissioner of the freaking PGA Tour in which he was, you know, basically backing his players in a fake way behind the scenes when technically he was actually planning a merger. So Jay Monahan is a hypocrite. It's arguably the most hypocritical thing we've ever seen in pro sports. Ever. He is a hypocrite. That's where I lie. That's where the problem is for me. The problem isn't necessarily with the merger. I know that there's a lot of blood suck and money that comes from all sorts of places in, in, in the world. Look at China and the NBA. It's one of the many reasons I refuse to watch the NBA. Woke, Black Lives Matter, inconsistent social issues. They don't play defense. Load management, China. You name it. I don't, I despise the NBA. And I used to love the NBA. Magic, Bird, Pistons, Bulls rivalries, Michael Jordan, my main man, Carl Malone, John Stockton, Clyde Drexler, Patrick Ewing, all those battles, Knicks, Bulls, Sonics, Sean Kemp, Peyton, Della Schrempf, Orlando Magic with Penny and Shaq. I mean, come on, the NBA used to be so good, so good. 
lot of inconsistencies now. And that's, I, I, I just don't watch it. I can't handle it. My biggest problem with this is the hypocrisy of Jay Monahan and his golf people linking with them after they, he went out on a limb and was like, this live thing is terrible for golf. And he joined forces with other people to go against Greg Norman, to go against a lot of people who left. He said, you can't play on our tour anymore. You are banned, Dustin Johnson. You are banned, Brooks Kepka. You are banned, all the rest of them who went. Our guys who are sticking here, okay. Then they use Live to better the PGA Tour, which is a little hypocritical in essence because it should have happened before that, but nowhere near hypocritical is freaking joining them. So here's the thing. PGA Tour needed Live for the money. This is a money grab. Live needed the PGA Tour for the branding. Most golf people don't care about Live. I can get together with 30 of my buddies. I guarantee you that two or three have watched it. We want to watch the majors, the tour championship, the players, maybe a couple others, and that's it. Everything else, exhibition, doesn't matter. Yes, golf diehards are going to tune in to the Genesis Scottish Open. They're going to tune into the Barracuda. They're going to tune into the, the freaking John Deere, right? They're going to tune into the Sanderson Farms Championship, right? They're going to get into it here and there, right? If the drama builds, if it's star power at the leaderboard, golf diehards are going to watch anything. Of course they are. But the stuff I already mentioned, those are the tournaments that really, 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 really matter. And I don't know, man. All I can see is hypocrisy here. I don't know if Liv and PGA, they get a meeting of the minds and they start putting together something else. But there's also something that the players who didn't go to Liv should consider. I'm going to get into that next, the future of golf after the PGA Tour and Live merger. I'm Mike Lindsley, ML Sports Platter, brought to you by Stanley Law Offices and presented in part by Bet Online, Stumbling Monkey Brewing Company, Ken's Auto Detailing, and our friends at Jammin' Beats. ML Sports Platter with some final thoughts on the future of golf. It's all presented by Stanley Law Offices and brought to you in part by Rosie's Corner. Bonnet Sales and Service and our terrific friends over at Welch and Company Jewelers. Shop the showcase today, welchjewelers.com. Amazing jewelry and the pendants, necklaces, bracelets. They'll fix anything you need as well. Terrific place, engagement rings and wedding rings to boot. Welch and Company Jewelers, a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. So, hey, Justin Thomas, Jordan Speed, right? Morikawa, all these dudes who didn't go. Hey, let's form our own tour. Rory, President Rory McIlroy, CEO, Tiger Woods, maybe. Maybe you do that. Maybe you put Jack and Tiger on the board. You know, they're on the, they're on the head committee. CEO and COO. Right? And what are we going to call it? The Golden Bear and Tiger Tour? I don't know. Players only? You know, you could go with some kind of a spin there with the power the players have. I don't know. But who's to say that those guys couldn't just, you know, Ricky Fowler, right? You get Rory, Ricky, Jordan Spieth, all those guys, Justin Thomas, those guys are buddies. They're buddies. Get that tour to start. You know, maybe you bring over like a Max Homa. You know, you bring over some, you know, you get some coolness factor to it as well. I mean, Ricky's cool. Rory's cool, right? You get a Victor Hoblin in there. I mean, come on. Could be good. You get a Scotty Scheffler coming into it. Sure. Corey Connors, he's hot right now. I like that idea. Now you got three tours. You got two tours, you know, merging, whatever. 
And what are the majors going to say? Oh, the players have created the, they could call it the players tour, right? What are they going to do? What are the majors going to do? Are they going to say that those guys can't play in the majors? Give me a break. The live guys play in the majors. Again, they're owned by Augusta National, PGA of America, Royal and Ancient Golf Club, and yeah, the USGA. They make up their own rules with what they want, who to have, blah, blah, blah. That's where we're at. So maybe we have one of those. But, you know, I, I just, I, you know, these Saudis don't know anything about golf. All they know about is money, oil, all that kind of stuff. But, you know, there's a lot of questions regarding the reasons for in terms behind the announced agreement. Again, I don't love, by any stretch of the imagination, I don't love live. Um, I do think it is sketchy. I think there's a lot of blood money, but I don't think it's bad for golf. You know, um, I don't think the merger is bad for the product. But, you know, again, this is about Liv needing the PGA Tour brand and the PGA Tour needing their money. That's all there is to it. And we'll have to see what happens. But I did a bunch of videos when this happened, and I'm looking at it going, if I'm Rory, I play the majors. I see what eventually comes to fruition with these two tours. Are they better events? Are they worse events? You know, do I play in a couple? Do I not play? You know, and, and maybe what you do is play on a couple until it fully merges. And if you don't like what you see, play in the majors only. Go play on the European tour. Go play eight, ten uh, matches there a year and play the majors. Prepare extra for the majors. You don't even need it. I mean, it was stunning when, you know, the PGA Tour and European Tour merged at, at when the time they did. It's, it's crazy. And the governor of Saudi Arabia's uh, sovereign wealth fund you know, bankrolls live. It's gonna. It's just gonna join the brand, board of directors and lead the new business capital. And we're gonna have to see what happens. You know, tax exempt entity is what the PGA Tour remains. A lot of criticism out there. We'll see what happens. But Jay Monahan looks the worst here because he is a hypocrite, and he did all this behind his his players' backs, and I don't like that. But I don't think it's bad for the product or for bad for golf. I need to see more. I need to see what's going to happen to the tournaments. You know? I, I, I need to see more. But what I hate the most about this is the hypocrisy. That's where I'm going. It has nothing to do with China and LeBron. It has nothing to do with the NBA and all the other issues. It has nothing to do with World War II. Okay? Technically doesn't have anything really to do with 9-11 as far as basing the decision on it. I guess indirectly it does. Because a lot of it was, oh, we're not going to go bloodsucking. We're not going to go the 9 11. We're not going to terrorists. We're not going to. So I guess it does a little bit. Monahan then teams would live, wants their money, and does it all behind the players' backs. <laughs> what a shyster. ML Sports Platter brought to you by Stanley Law Offices. Together, they'll work to get you the maximum reward. And a tip of the cap thank you as well to Jam and Beats, Bonnet Sales and Service, Stumble and Monkey Brewing Company, and Ken's Auto Detailing. Hey, if you're in and around central New York, Get on over to Ken's Auto Detailing. You get your boat, car, van, truck, anything detailed right now. Get that chrome coating for the winter as well. Ken's Auto Detailing, the best in the business, the official detail house of the ML Sports Platter. As I always tell you, enjoy the games.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.